Welcome to Home Dad Chat, brought to you by the National At Home Dad Network. My name is Brock. My name is Danny. And we are here to talk about life as stay-at-home dad. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. No, I don't want much. I even love handmade crafts made of macaroni. Come on now, you should know me. Sometimes I might eat too much. No worry about my weight. Got the dad bod rocking on me. Sketches on my feet. Cargo shorts look good on me. I'm a dad, that's what I do. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Home Dad Chat. I am one of your hosts, Brock, and I've got my good buddy, Danny, with me. How are you doing tonight, Danny? What's up? Doing great, Brock. Doing great. How are you? I'm good. I'm uh, I'm very uh, geeked and stoked for tonight's uh, conversation with a very special guest who has... Uh, I, I, I keep telling people about this, but I kind of feel like he's sort of like the, the father of this whole creation of what we're all involved in right now with uh, the National At Home Dad Network in a lot of ways. So did you have a good, uh, a good week? Yeah, overall, I had a good week. You know, I got my uh, second COVID shot, so I had a little bit of uh, um, unnecessary sleep. Um, <laughs> was really just kind of tired the whole time and didn't get like flu symptoms or anything, but just just like very lethargic. And um, I kind of blamed it on, you know, a lot of this pollen, old age, whatever it is. But uh, a friend of mine said, well, you just got your second COVID shot. Isn't that it? And I went, oh, oh yeah. this is why I have smart friends. And so they yeah. tell me these things and I can remember what it is. But yeah, but other than that, doing good. Kids are all doing great. That's awesome. Um, had uh had a lot of you know a couple of really big announcements in the family and things like that so yeah it's all been good yeah man it's been good for me too uh i got my second shot actually yesterday um so today was a little sleepy i i, I equate it to just like you know your kids get a shot and you know they're tired and kind of sleepy that kind of deal i was in the same way by half of the day i was ready to go and got up and got around cut my hair uh, so I've got no hair now. Good job. Uh, <laughs> Good job. Looks professional. It's getting hot, man. I mean, is this like you grab it and pull it up? I'm like, I just don't really feel like, you know, grabbing my hair. I feel like I'm pulling it out when my kids. I, I get it. Me. I get it. Bald is beautiful, man. It's the best way to be. I'll take it. But yeah, so and then just kind of getting ramped up for tonight's show. So uh, it's it was a good day. And last week was good. Uh, my wife actually put in for uh, a job uh, where she'd actually would move kind of up in the position that she's at. So uh, kind of just cool. a lot of prayer going into hopefully that coming around well for us because yeah, it'll yeah. be a huge bump for for our family. So we'll see how that goes. And well, that's great. Huge responsibility for her to walk into, which she's excited and nervous about. Which I think is the only way to be when you're going to move into a new position yeah. at work. So and she uh, didn't she have a birthday? She last did. Couple, yeah, yeah. Sunday like last week or so. Yeah, on Sunday she she had a birthday, and so it was. Well, let me clarify. I only know that because Facebook tells me. <laughs> Uh, I'm not stalking you or your wife. I just saw it and I think I even wished her happy birthday on yeah, Facebook, but yeah, then you, uh, you talked about it. So, well, that'd be a really, really good late birthday present. Just get a new job or a new promotion, I should say. Yeah. She, so she put awesome. in for that and she went on a camping trip. And so I was me and the kids all weekend long and we had a good time and uh, it was good. nice. You know, the house is still standing. So, but we did a lot of, lot, we did a lot of yard work. Uh, it was a nice weekend. So we got a lot done out Great. there. But, well, hey, tonight, uh, Folks, we have uh, just a really special guest. Uh, I am a big historian buff, uh, and I love to track down origin stories of things. And I, <laughs> I believe I've tracked down the origin story of the National At Home Dad Network. Uh, and I hope I'm not embarrassing <laughs> Pete by, uh, by bringing that up that way. But I, I really feel like just with everything that I've learned from talking to him, that that's kind of where things are. So uh, tonight we have uh, Pete Bayless with us. And uh, I found your name 
name, Pete, through, I believe it was an article maybe on like Oprah.com where someone named you as like the director of the National At-Home Dad Network. I was like, I don't even know who this guy is. And so I'd done some digging from that point and was able to uh, find you on Facebook. And so I was really excited when you responded and it just took multiple months after that for us to just finally connect and do anything. But um, yeah, so Pete Bayless, welcome to the show, man. How are you doing? Good to be on. Good detective work. I'm impressed. <laughs> only guy probably in 10 years to find me. So you found me. I'm impressed. It's all good. Well, hey, you know, you're not in like, you know, any kind of like home security thing where you're like trying to hide from us. <laughs> I'm here. Awesome. But yeah, I mean, like I said, it was it was really cool to, to track you down and get a chance to to hear just kind of who you were, because I wasn't sure. And I asked a lot of different people and everybody's like, I don't know who that name was. And it wasn't until I talked to Al Watts that he was like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, I know, Pete. Yeah. And I was like, all right, well, I must be on the right track if Al knows you. Like, that's a, that's a good sign. Yeah, that is a good sign. Yeah. Just so that people can kind of understand. So, Pete, you became an at-home dad when? What, what year was it? 1995, I had a son, uh, John. I have, I, I dug up a few photos, so, so uh, this is my son, John. Oh, nice. How old is he? Oh, look, that baby. I don't know, eight months, one year, whatever. I was working for a computer company called Digital Equipment. I probably never heard of this company, but uh, no. they grew too fast. They had 120,000 employees at one time. They laid everybody off, including me. I came home and my wife is a school teacher and she wanted to keep working. I wanted to stay home and I ended up taking care of John right away. He was in daycare for maybe three months, four months. And, you know, she didn't like it and I didn't like it. And I decided to stay home. I was getting some unemployment. That sounds like a, that sounds like uh, a lot of uh, the stories you hear from a lot of the guys in, in the, uh, in our Facebook group and that are members of the organization. Like they, you know, that, that seems like a constant, hey, there was this opportunity for a switch in, in roles or something like that. So I was really home cool. and she was taking a three-hour nap during the day. So I had nothing to do. Nice. So I, I used to be, before I worked with digital, I was a photographer, a new photographer. And I, um, I had some journalism experience in college. I decided to put a newsletter together for dad to stay home. There was nothing out there. So my first issue, um, spring of 1994, like that look at that yes yes oh there it is the hard copy issue and i love wow. it it's beginning a new <laughs> career awesome. you know very small my my sister made little illustrations there for you i love it eight pages that's it and i just sent it to a printer had them had them print it out and nice mailed it out to i had no subscribers so i mailed it out to the media for father's day and they just picked it up and started interviewing me and i got some more subscribers so mm-hmm. it just went from there, really. So when you say that the media, you sent it out to the media, like, was it just local media there in the Massachusetts area or were you sending it out nationally? I sent it out to uh, TV stations, uh, all the magazines. Uh, and within six months, they had, they were doing feature stories on, um, on me and my wife. Um, probably uh, CNBC, uh, USA Today, Life Magazine, was interviewing Bob Frank. After a couple of years, I had about 500 subscribers. Mm-hmm. So there was one, pretty much one in every state. So if, if they wanted to interview somebody from their state, I just gave them a name. They interviewed me. 
and you just kind of blew wow. up. From how many, how did you, so were you like charging a fee for subscription? Yeah, you know, uh, 12 bucks for four issues. Quarterly. Okay. I'm lazy, so I didn't want to do it every month. <laughs> I get that. I get that. <laughs> what I love most about it so far, other than you being an at-home dad, being you want to be with your kid rather than putting them in daycare, which is glorious. And we all love that, I think. But more than that is uh, when you were talking about starting the newsletter, you said specifically because there wasn't one mm -hmm. and there wasn't anything out there. And I think that's a big thing that a lot of uh, at-home dads find. Um, and just in general, like, well, there's not anything. We'll make it. Mm -hmm. If this, if this isn't what you want or you can't find what you want, okay, well then start it, get it going. So for you to have that uh, ambition and that drive, you know, even if it's only four issues a year, that's eight pages of material. Yep. And as Brock and I will probably agree on this, just getting a, a once a month digital newsletter together can be a lot of, a lot of effort and work. Yeah. So I, I applaud you. I mean, even, even just four times now, nah, that's amazing. That's good work. Yeah, it was fun. I interviewed a lot of dads over the phone. I did stories about um, dads that work at home with their kids at home. So mm -hmm. there was all kinds of um, occupations that they had when they went home. Like um, one guy would, you know, did birthday parties with puppets, and he took a kid with him. And so they would lock up yeah, yeah. with it. And they involved their children. Another dad was a disc jockey, and they would help out with the music and whatever. You know, I, I just found junk like that. That's awesome. Uh, mm -hmm. That's so they cool. They really did all the work. I, I just, you know, interviewed them, you know, wrote the story and just sent it out. How long did you do the newsletter? I did it for seven, seven years. The first one was, uh, I don't even remember, 1994. So I did it for six, seven years till 2001, 2002. Okay. And then did and you go digital after that? I did a, a very bad website on angel fire you, you saw it i know i had to i had to bring it up man <laughs> i had to bring it up because you were like hey i did this thing on angel fire i'm like oh wow we got to bring up the relic <laughs> right like it, it's vintage you know um, yeah it's classic it's classic there's nothing wrong with that that's good and then everybody did a blog on then there were hundreds and hundreds of blogs on asm dead so then i just i was done after that then i they, they took over you know after a couple of years, Bob Frank called me, the guy that, that you haven't talked to yet. Yeah. And he wanted to do a convention of dads. So I had about 600 subscribers by then. And he sent them all $1 to fill out a survey. And wow. Nice. They did the survey. We got about probably 80 guys at the first convention. That's oh, wow. Awesome. Cool. In Chicago. So we did it in Chicago every year. Mm -hmm. Was just, were the were the guys? Was it just local guys, or did guys come from all over the country? Oh, they came from all over. Most of them were from Chicago, like maybe half, and then there was a bunch from uh, surrounding states. Okay. Um, we had keynote speakers. Uh, we had Brian Bassett, who does the at home dad um, cartoon uh, called Dad at Home. I don't know if you've heard of it. No, that's not. I don't think I've heard of that. But I'm going to look yeah, it definitely. up. <laughs> Where is that? Was that in a newspaper or something? Uh, yeah, it's in the news. He's like a syndicated guy. His name is Brian Bassett. Okay. And uh, I contacted him and I said, "Can I, can I put your news, can I put your cartoon in my newsletter?" He said, "Sure, for free." So <laughs> that's I awesome. Just one out every month and put one in there. So who was the one that planned the convention? Was it you and Frank, or were there more people I, involved? I had nothing. Uh, Robert Frank contacted me. And I just gave my subscribers and you just took over from there. Oh, wow. 
Well, he did all the work. He did. He did everything. Okay. So he, he'll be a good guy to talk to. Yeah, uh, it sounds like he's sort of the originator of what is now considered home dad con. <laughs> yeah, definitely. definitely. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Um, yeah, he took over. His son Kevin um, helped him do the work with the survey. Okay. And we did convention every year for 10 years and then we passed it over to you guys when you took over yeah walk took it over yeah not not us guys yeah you guys it over to us guys. <laughs> <laughs> i've got maybe seven years i think going to the convention um so uh but i know al and i know you know like a couple other people i've met and talked to uh it's it's really an amazing i have to say for us uh of course convention everything changes you know as you as you grow as you learn things as you want more things or whatever but um for me I have to say the camaraderie of it, being able to get together with other at-home dads, it's just, it's a lifesaver. It's a, it's a game changer and it's a lifesaver. I cannot say where I would be right now if I hadn't gone to that first convention um, and just all the friends that I made and the people that I met and just being able to talk to people about my kids yep. without them thinking I'm weird or something, you know, it was amazing. And I, and I sincerely, I like, I told you earlier, I'm very honored that you're here on the show and just kind of like, like, like uh, Brock said, just geeking out like, Oh, no way you can't you really. So uh, again, we really appreciate you being here and all you've done for the organization. Well, dad like you, they did this work, you know, spent time with their kid, you know, this one to have, mm-hmm. so, you know, a lot of dad came out of the woodwork. Um, a lot of the publicity helped. I think dad, they were on the fence. Maybe say, hey, maybe I could do this. You know, other dad doing it. And mm-hmm. when I started the Yahoo Dad Network, I just printed their name and email addresses in the newsletter in the middle of it. You know, like like six point type. You know, and I have yeah yeah twelve probably you know oh three or four hundred dads in there. And then out of that, playgroup came out of it, and the mm-hmm. Chicago playgroup, the New York City playgroup, and they just kind of blossomed from there. So they just took off. So oh, wow. I, I just kind of lit the fuse and you guys did everything else. So have you, have you had no. any connection or contact with uh, the city dads group? Do you, do you know what that is? I have not. Nope. So, I, I know it started from the newsletter, but I don't know. I have no idea what they do now. Yeah. It was city dads basically was two guys who transitioned out of being teachers to be stay at home dads and uh-huh. they were like, hey, let's get together and hang out. And then they started meeting other guys. And yep. it was just the New York group. And then one of the guys from New York was like, hey, we're moving out west. Can we do a city dads group out there? And now they've mm-hmm. got 41 city dads groups all around wow. the country wow. and one in Canada. So they got one oh, up in Toronto. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what, what the uh, the list looks like. So, yeah, I'm down network. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know. All public, nothing, awesome. you know, and then it just went from there. So that's really cool. Yeah. That's very cool. Absolutely. Yeah. So go ahead. I, I do want to ask uh, before I forget about it, how old is John now? Your son? 27. 29. 29. My wife is over here. <laughs> Late 20s. It doesn't matter. I'm the fact checker. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, okay. That's my wife, too. She's totally the fact checker. She keeps me straight. She keeps me on the straight, as she says. <laughs> With make David 26. Yeah. David, 26. Okay. Awesome. Um, That's great. This, this is them a little bit older. On the piano bench. Oh, oh man. Oh, yeah. That's great. And That's, they're both, you just, they're both uh, musicians. They live in New mm-hmm. York now. They work for a company called e- Eventide. Eventide. They do All music right. software now. Oh, cool. So, they both work, to, they work together. Yeah. They work the same company. Oh, that's cool. 
it worked out. It worked out. That's really cool. Yeah, we just visited them in New York, so just came back. Mm-hmm. So you wrote a book as well called the Stay at Home Dad Handbook. When did that come in to the picture? Um, well, the articles I was writing after about six years were starting to duplicate themselves. You know, I was writing about playgroups. I was writing about uh, how to start a playgroup, how to work at home, dad that get divorced, you know, and how they deal with that. And there was like probably eight or nine different recurring themes that came up over and over and over. So I ran out of things to write in the newsletter because it was the same, same type of stuff over and over. So I figured I'd make a book out of it. Okay. That's awesome. Did you self-publish it or did some, was there a company that published it for you? I know the company, Chicago Review Press. Oh, okay. I got it right here. Uh, Chicago Review Press. The book right here. Oh, cool. So ended up, what I did was I took excerpts from the newsletter and, um, you know, managed to make about 12 chapters out of it. Nice. And I, I got contacted by a couple of agents that saw me on TV and you know, said you want to put something together. Who was it? Paul Reiser, I think, had written a book about dad. Okay. Um, Bill Cosby. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He did have his, his moment. Jail. It's all good. But they mm-hmm. were my competition. Oh, so wow. You know, they're, not, they're like, you know, really a celebrity. So I don't know if we're going to, you know, but uh, the woman that published, wanted to publish my book, we go to meetings in New York and she had him in a, you know, pocketbook or whatever and one guy said we need a book on at home dad and you know it was all ready to go and they said okay we'll do it so hey i tell you if you're if you're up there on the pedestal uh, you know fighting against bill cosby and uh paul riser i think you're (laughs) that's pretty good man (laughs) that's some big dogs for sure yeah right well and and that's kind of it's interesting that you wrote that book uh we actually um one of one of our friends within the National At Home Dad Network is getting ready to uh, pub. He's getting ready to launch through Penguin uh, this October his new book or his first book actually, uh, yes. which he interviewed a whole bunch of the dads in the Facebook group uh, to get mm-hmm. their parts of it. But he wrote the ultimate stay at home dads manual is what they ended up titling it. Nice. Um, and so. Uh, me and a bunch of other guys are in there and stuff. And so I'm excited to get to finally to see that when it comes out. But I just, when you had said that you wrote that, I was like, oh, cool. Like there's these like two different, like, you know, it's like from back in the day when you were doing it and now like a, almost a more like up-to-date version of it type of deal, which is really, I, I'm going to have to get a hold of yours so that I can like compare the two. Cause I'm curious to see like just what all like translated from, from all the years that, uh, you know, past to now kind of deal. Well, I, yeah. I, I looked it up online while, while you were talking. I, I, I have to do that sometimes. I just like, whoa, 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 before I forget about that. So, yeah, but I love the overview. It looks really good. Um, and I love, too, the, the language is very uh, well done for um, what would be the more, uh, I guess, like, I don't know if I'm going to say man-centric language or things like that. But basically, I love the one, the, one of the descriptions talk about it. Well, it's about networking in a female-oriented community. And, um, and that's just, I mean, and it's still what it is. I mean, everything that appears that you're going over is still pretty relevant, uh, which is yep. because the job hasn't changed much. I mean, we're more digital, we're less in person perhaps, but we still run into those same things. And, uh, whether it's being, you mentioned being overwhelmed by cleaning and I'm like, yeah, I feel that so hard, <laughs> you know, <laughs> or whatever it is, but it, it all looks really good. And I'm, I'm, I'm actually going to 
can get myself a copy later, just to let you know. So it <laughs> looks great. I'll make one dollar. They give me one dollar for every book I sell. <laughs> really? You just get back the dollars that you gave out to get all this, or that, that uh, I guess Robert Frank gave all the dollars to get all this through face. Here's a dollar. I think, you can, I think you can buy it on Amazon for like a penny. So oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, man. Well, and, and two, so did you also get something published in Women's Day magazine? I, I know you mentioned something about that a while back. Oh, yeah, yeah. When, I, when I sent out all the um, advertisements, uh, press releases. They were the first one to print a uh, a little blurb in there. Yeah. And I, thought, I don't know, seven or eight million circulation. And I wrote in there, write to me, I'll, I'll send you a free issue, <laughs> which is kind of a mistake. So, <laughs> Did you get pretty, know, was that pretty busy? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and man. So I got, we were getting, you know, 40, I don't know, 30, 40, 50 letters a day. Whoops. You know, free issues, and then I got. <laughs> out of that so you make a whole lot of money out of it but it was fun yeah your mailman's like coming up to the door and he's like here's a stack <laughs> <laughs> um we had one subscriber who um had a, a handicapped kid that i had written an article about and he the only time he was happy when he took him swimming and he was um uh, his name is Hogan Hilling. I don't know. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Oh yeah, Hogan is well known. Uh, he there's actually an award that we give out every mm-hmm. year named after him, the Hogan Hilling right. Award. Yep. Awesome. Nice. So he ended up on um, uh, the producer that Oprah saw the article about him and his son. Um, he went on Oprah and she gave him a, a van. Oh wow. He got van for him. Yeah. Worked out real nice. Wow, I didn't know that. That's pretty wild. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yep. Have you had him on Hogan? We haven't had Hogan on. Um, like I said, we've we definitely like have a an award that we give out every year to a person who has, you know, just kind of gone above and beyond and like volunteering um, their their time for the organization for the year. And uh, so and yeah, that's been that's been a really neat thing. But yeah, I'm I'm kind of hoping that maybe. Like we're hoping that for the 25th anniversary, which is in, it's happening here in Cincinnati this year, that uh, you know a lot of guys that were a part of the original might you know just even if they came down for a day just to be like hey what's up like uh, you know we're hoping that a lot of folks will would maybe come down and do that sort of thing so but yeah I'm I'm kind of hoping that he would because I haven't actually met him in person and I hear a lot about him I think he was at the first convention I, I think he was at the first one okay. Yeah. He was at my first convention too, for what it's worth. And uh, I mean, I was overwhelmed. I didn't know anybody. I was like, who are you? Okay, that's cool. Am I supposed to know you? I don't know who any of you people are, you know, but, um, yeah. but he was very nice, came up and uh, I, he, I think he did put one of the presentations or something or was announcing or something like that. Uh, and that's how I heard his name, but it was obvious when he got down and started walking around, there were so many people that were just like, you know, shaking his hand, saying hi. And he's just very, uh, just seemed to be very gregarious and just open to everybody. Um, I wasn't ready to talk to anybody yet at that point. Cause I was kind of like, I don't know. Are you people all crazy? How are you doing this? How do I, I don't know how to do this. How are you doing this? You know? Um, but it was really neat to see him and he's definitely, he's written a book now too. Yeah. Him and, and Al think, wrote a book together, I believe. Yeah. Him and Al. So yeah, there's a bunch of guys have gotten uh, articles and books written. And then uh, Brian Dixon, do you know that name? 
I've had no, you know. He he passed away a cancer in 2007, but they um the organization just before he passed had made up a scholarship fund in his name. So we have mm-hmm. what's called the Brian Dixon scholarship and Basically, the way it works is, is that a portion of ticket sales for Home Dad Con, or if you just want to even just like donate to that specific fund, goes into the scholarship where guys who maybe they're like, I can't afford a plane ticket, but I really want to come, or I can't mm-hmm. afford hotel stay or something along those lines, anything where it's like, I'm just financially strapped. Like I would love to come, but I just financially can't do it. They yeah. have the ability to, uh, send, put in an application or even be, um, you know, nominated by someone else. Like, Hey, like I've been talking to this guy and and he really wants to come, but he's, you know, at a place where he just doesn't, he's humble. He doesn't want to ask for it. And so I want to put him up for nomination. We've had guys who, you know, they get surprised like, Hey, by the way, like we're going to take care of everything. You get to come to the convention, you know, that kind of deal. And and it's all because people have been able to do that. Yeah. So we actually did uh, in Minneapolis. It was funny. Um, we pitted two guys together. One guy was from Chicago. I don't remember where Jay was from, where Jay's from, but um, they did a hot dog or what was a hot dog? It was, it was ketchup versus mustard. And so the guy from Chicago, he was against ketchup. He hated it. He didn't want it on anything. The other guy didn't like uh, mustard. And so they had a deal where it was like you could give money and build up, you know, kind of build up which side. And then at the end, whoever lost was going to have to eat the, the hot dog with the condiment that they hated the most. And it was so funny because we had so many guys get involved with it before the convention. And they were going to actually like announce who won at the end that it ended up when they got there at the convention, guys were like, well, how close is it? And we told them and they're, all these other guys started putting money in. And I think in the end, like we raised like $2,500 um, and 1500 of it was literally given to us in cash at the convention for making these guys. And the, and the best part was, is that they both agreed that if they, if we raised like the certain amount of money, they would both eat a hot dog with the condiment that they didn't mm-hmm. like. And so we have this like amazing video of the two of them, like eating these hot dogs and it's hilarious, <laughs> but yeah. we raised so much money for the, for the scholarship. It was cool. I, I do want to get back to one thing. So the first, the first 10 conventions were in Chicago and mm-hmm. you were talking a little bit about sort of what things were involved with that. And you mentioned keynote speakers and stuff like that. Was it key, Was it just like keynote speakers and then like, Hey, we're just going to round up together in a table and just kind of talk about that. Or was there other, was there other program? What was sort of like the setup for the day for, for that get together? It was very, uh, the very first one, very grassroots. Um, we had, uh, uh, we had a guy named Kyle Pruitt, I don't know if that was but um, he was a professor at Yale who had written a bunch of articles, so we had him as a keynote speaker. I think I was the first keynote speaker at the first convention, and then we had him, we had Brian Bassett, uh, but we did have a lot of groups separated about, we had like one about playgroups, one about, you know, like different, different things I'd write about in my newsletter. One about how to have work at home with your kids at home. One about um, being an at-home dad and marriage, um, at-home dad and divorce. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, different subjects like that. And and so you had break. So you had breakout sessions, basically. Yeah, we did. We did. And like, we get like two to ten guys in a session, and they would just break out into different rooms, and we'd have two two sessions every couple hours. 
Okay. Uh, we mentioned we went for two days, you know, for each day overnight. And then at, at night, we'd hang out at some bar somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Uh, drink, have fun. Oh, yeah. Um, then the next day, we'd have a few more sessions, and that was it. So we pretty just, we just wing it for a couple of couple of days. And the, the biggest thing was just for them to be together. Yeah. And, you know, validate what they're doing. Yeah, I so, mean, that's really what what still goes on to this day, honestly, um, you yeah. guys, um, we, we've, ex- so we do Friday and Saturday. Uh, we have a kickoff on Thursday nights, uh, okay. on Thursday night where, um, actually, uh, one of the guys, uh, who got in contact with us through another convention called the dad 2.0 summit, um, mm-hmm. which is like dad bloggers and, uh, content creators and stuff. But he was like, Hey, I'm going to be starting this thing up called father's Eve. And it's the night before father's day. And I'd like y'all to get involved with it and kind of just host your own party. And then he was like, he gave some money to the convention to be able to put on what basically is now called convention Eve. And it's sort of like a kind of, for some people, it's a uh, introductory into what they do for father's Eve. And then Friday is just different programming, keynote speakers, breakout Mm -hmm. sessions, Yep. You know, hang out at night. Same thing on Saturday. Yep. We do a group photo on Saturday afternoon. Um, we even do some like uh, extracurriculars like on Thursday morning for anybody who's coming in like a little bit early. Uh, okay. So we've done photo walking tours of the area where we've been, which have been really fun. Uh, mm-hmm. Minnesota, we did a soccer game, not on Thursday night, but on Wednesday night for some that came in earlier. Uh, so that was really cool. We had like I think we had 40 guys easily yeah, that it was went a big to that. Group. It was a huge group. It was mm-hmm. so much fun. We've had guys show up. Like I showed up early in Orlando and went kayaking down a river uh, with alligators with um, wow. one of the uh, former keynote speakers from Portland who actually was on Naked and Afraid and is a stay-at-home dad. And oh, nice. he's nice. an outdoor guy down there. And so, yeah, he was like, yeah, come down early. He's like, we'll go down the river. And so we had a blast. Um, I went with another buddy. I went with other few buddies of mine from the, from the group. And uh, one guy was a photographer and we captured like the whole adventure and 12 foot wow. alligators, like just hanging out on the side of the river and stuff. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. But yeah, I mean, just stuff like that. I mean, that's, those are the things that have really bonded all the guys together. Um, we, we started doing uh, annual board retreats and for the lunch portion, we actually use Facebook live and we'll go on there and let people like ask questions and see what we're doing and stuff, which is really fun. That's actually how I got introduced to the whole organization was I had moved out of my job and mm-hmm. um, because childcare was ridiculously expensive and mm-hmm. I came home early from work and my wife was like, Hey, just pour a bourbon, light a cigar and just enjoy like that, you know, that kind of last day sort of retirement type of deal. And I pulled up on Facebook, the guys doing the convention or the board retreat. And that's when I started hearing about like home dad con and all this other stuff. And that was, that was pretty much the gateway drug for me to get involved at that point. I'll, I'll say for me, Pete, um, I, I just have to tell you that the work that you did and the work that all the guys did, really, so many dads that came before us, so to speak, um, you don't recognize it until you really get in the organization and you start seeing and meeting dads that have been, I mean, to think that there was an at-home dad um, 30 years ago or what? No, we nobody did that. I mean, when I started uh, maybe 12, 13 years ago now, um, I had no idea that there was an at-home dad anywhere in the world. I didn't think that was a thing. It's just something that I never had encountered. 
Um, but you mentioned, and, and Brock mentioned too, the validation that you get from going to the convention, the validation really that we get now these days, we have it a little bit easier because we do have like the Facebook page and our social media accounts and the places where you can go and talk to another dad, just like you. Right. And just, I mean, running into the same exact problems and these things that are, that are making you, making you shave your head, making all your hair fall out, you know? Um, but there are dads out there that are dealing with it, that have dealt with it. There are dads yeah. that, have, that have, that have dealt with it, you know, 15, 20 years ago, and they still remember and can give you that wisdom and that advice and that community that you really need in this job. And, and I just, I have to say again, for you and for all of the, uh, the, the dads that really started this and got this going and made this network available for people like me today, I'm very, very grateful. And it's still yeah. going on. It's really just a, you know, you, you threw a rock in the pond and the ripples are just going and going. And I really thank you for that. Yeah, and I appreciate you guys, you know, picking it up and keeping it going. So keep it going. You know, yeah. I mean, great. we just yeah. do the podcast really. That's, that's our biggest thing, but there's a lot yeah, yeah. of guys in, involved in doing some, some great work for sure. And, um, yeah. Now, I mean, do you do the podcast once a week or yeah, once a week, uh, we've, we've consistently put it out, uh, minus the spring break that, uh, one week, but other than that, okay. we've, uh, we've put out 20, 22 episodes, uh, so far. And, uh, okay. it was sort of one of those things. Danny was like, man, I really want to do a podcast where we just like, mm-hmm talk about what's going on in the stay at home dad world. And I was like, sweet, let's do it. And I've already, I'd already had my own current single podcast that I'd been doing for a few years. So I was like, yeah, man, I'll jump on board with you. Let's, let's do this thing. So that's how it all got started. So you're the first podcast. We are the first podcast. Well, not, not actually. Um, so we're the first one that's through the organization itself. There was actually, um, another one, that was prior to that, that had some other guys, uh, from out of the organization, but it kind of fizzled away. They, they all kind of mm-hmm. got busy doing their thing. So, but this is the first one that's actually backed by the national at home dad network. Oh, mm-hmm. That's great. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Keep it going. That's fantastic. Yeah. And then we have a monthly web, we have a monthly webinar that we also do as well. That, that started up just last year. We, when, when the pandemic hit, uh, we were like, mm-hmm. man, how do we connect with everybody now? Cause we got to figure something out. And so we had a guy on cause every, all the kids were home. And there were guys who were like, how am I going to do this? Like, I've never been a, a homeschool dad. Like, what do I got to do? And so we brought a guy in and he, um, one of the guys from our group, and he just presented about like what he does with his kids and gave mm-hmm. everybody a really nice um, kind of clear, I would consider it a clear cut view of, hey, this is what you're going to be getting into. These are ways to kind of move through the day and make it not so chunky and and mm-hmm. really try to make it as smooth as possible for you guys. And um that was sort of the kicker to it. And, uh, Matt strain who he's on the board uh, now as well. Um, mm-hmm. he's been running with it, uh, for over a year now and, wow. uh, it's, it's been excellent. He's had some amazing, amazing people on and talked about all kinds of different topics. So we, and we put that stuff on YouTube as, as well as you can catch it live when they happen. So we're actually coming up, uh, the, t- so it'll be, actually it'll be the, this coming Monday, the 23rd. So it'll probably be after we, well, it'll be the day we post this, uh, that afternoon, they have a lady coming on to talk about the talk and how mm-hmm. dads can feel comfortable having that conversation with their kids. So, mm-hmm. so that's going to be really bees. cool. Yeah. <laughs> so that's going to be really cool, but yeah, I mean, it's like I said, like, um, I, you know, it's, it's been a really, truly an honor, like Danny said, to, to have you on the show and, and just to sort of get, um, 
an, an origin story of kind of where things came from to where, to where things are now. And honestly, I mean, I, I know that I talked to you about this prior, but I, I mean, I'll just put it out there one more time. Like I, I'd love to see you show up to Cincinnati and, uh, and, and be there for the celebration of the oh, yeah. 25th and, uh, and to be able to share a lot of the stories and let guys get a chance to, to meet you in person uh, and, and just uh, have that experience. So, um, if, if there's anything that we can do to get you there, let me know, like reach out to me on the side and we'll talk about it. <laughs> so. Thank you very much for having me on. I appreciate it. I'm glad you guys are picking up the ball and keeping it going. And, you know, great to meet you, Brock and Danny. And, uh, you know, you guys are awesome. You know, just keep doing it. Just keep doing it. Thank you. Okay. Thank, Thank you, you, Pete. Thank awesome. you. Awesome. And, and thanks everybody for, uh, for uh, tuning in and, uh, and listening to the show today. And uh, we'll uh, catch you all uh, next week with uh, another new uh, fun show. Have a good one. Right. See you later, Danny. Bye, Brock. I'm a dad, that's what I do.